Hey, so a huge question I get asked so often is, Dim, how do I get out of my head? I find myself in work situations, in social situations, where I just get caught in my head. I just get caught thinking about all these things and I, I just get stuck in my head and it ends up stifling the way I come across in, you know, at work or stifling the way I come across uh, in, you know, in social situations. Sometimes, uh, to be honest, it's a huge relationship dampener or even killer when guys get caught in their head because the woman needs something from them specifically usually if it's a feminine woman she or feminine partner she wants the the guy's presence and we struggle to give them our presence if we're caught in our head thinking 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 so what i'm going to do in this video is we're going to start with a practical demonstration of getting out of our head using a little breathing technique that i'll take you through and then we're going to get into some micro and macro ways. So basically the whole spectrum from the little techniques, the beautiful fine techniques that you can use to get out of your head in the moment, practice every day, all the way to the bigger changes that you can make maybe in your daily routine, in your weekly routine, that can help anchor you into a state of presence. But that's the first thing I want you to take away from this. The way out of your head is presence it's being present and you'll know you're present when you're not your energy is not just up here but your energy you can feel it going through your whole body and you can feel a space and if this doesn't make any sense that's okay we're gonna do some breathing just to slow down just to relax just to bring the energy out of the head and into the body. I want you to start breathing with me nice and slow. And first I invite you to visualize that oxygen going in through your mouth, down through your throat, through your body, through your lungs, all the way down to your belly. I want you to visualize that and see it flowing out. And I want you to choose a color. You choose a color or maybe colors that this oxygen as you breathe in and you can leave your eyes open or closed. And the key thing I want you to do as you keep breathing with me is bring your attention out of your head and into your belly, into your body. If your body is like a house, when we're living in our head, it's like we're living in the attic. We want to bring presence to the other rooms of the house. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to take it out of here and bring it down. I want you to imagine, I want you to focus literally on your belly. Feel it expanding. Feel it contracting. Expanding. contracting 
expanding, contracting. Keep going just like that and pay attention to my voice. I want you to take every ounce of attention you can and I want you to feel your body. I want you to feel your belly. I want you to feel yourself sitting in the chair, feeling your legs. Feel where your arms are rested, wherever they are. I want you to bring that attention down all the way down into your hands. And with every ounce of attention you can muster, I want you to completely surrender just for a moment. Let go totally of your head. I promise you can definitely make your way back there whenever you want to. And I want you to take every ounce of attention you have and put it into your hands. Just be present with your hands. Feel them from inside your hand. And you may start to feel a beautiful sense of aliveness and energy. Can you feel it? <laughs> You're doing excellent. This is inner body awareness. And I want you to take that same attention. I want you to see it, feel it coming out of your hands, up your forearms, up to your shoulders, into your chest, into your upper back. Feel it pouring down through you, through your upper back, through your upper torso down into your gut and the seat, the seat of your soul, all the way down to the root chakra, if you believe in that. And when you're ready, I want you to stay in this place of presence with your presence anchored into your body. Okay, we're going to do this together. Your presence is going to stay anchored into your body. You can feel your legs. You can feel yourself sitting in your seat. You can feel your torso and your upper arms and your forearms and your hands and your chest. I want you to keep feeling all of that while we open our eyes and you keep listening to me.
So gently open your eyes and keep that attention anchored into your body. And you can see that you can still totally hear what I'm saying, totally understand what I'm saying. Even though your whole presence is anchored into your body. Inner body awareness is one of my favorite techniques to get into your body, to become more present, to get out of your head. And uh, I think we went for about five minutes or so then. And what I hope you can take from this is you can even just play this tape back, first five minutes of it. Even when you're sitting at work before a meeting. Because, thank you for doing that with me. Because when you are, when your head is racing at a million miles an hour, that's because you're, it's like an engine, you're giving power to that engine, right? Like you're accelerating or you don't mean to, but your attention being in that engine that is your mind, your head, that's like putting the accelerator there. And there's a way that you can coast, you can coast where you have, you, you know, when you coast in a car, like your foot's not on the accelerator, or it can sometimes be, but often, like sometimes you, you don't even need your foot on the accelerator and you, the car just, just goes. It just it's, it's called coasting right there's ways that you can coast where you just take your foot off the accelerator on your brain and just let it be let it coast and you'll see that there is no detriment to your awareness you've understood everything I've said you know if the price Eckhart Tolle says if the price of consciousness was a lower level of awareness it wouldn't be worth it. Uh, consciousness is not a, a being present. Is not about being a, being a vegetable. See, you know, when people drink, uh, you know, they do it often to get out of their heads to like kind of calm down the voices for a while. But then, and so yeah, you kind of become a bit more present in that those other things go out, numb down for a while. But the side effect is that you lose your awareness slowly, slowly, slowly until you drink yourself into being a vegetable. Uh, but what you just did with me there of getting out of your head, getting into your body was just one of many techniques that I'll show you that can help you do the exact same thing and but except you're consciously, fully, totally present with the other person. And it's powerful and I hope you can feel it. It's, it's, I think it's the most special gift you can give to anyone. To be honest, like, you know, you know that I'm a coach. One of the biggest healing things that I actually give to people, and I don't think people even know it, is just me being present with them. I just, I'm just there with them. And they'll say whatever they say, and I don't judge them, and I'm just there. Uh, even that is, is I, I don't know about you, but that's 
therapeutic for me, just someone listening to me without judging me and actually listening. What a gift. So, and, and just as a, you know, to go back to the car analogy, you can put all your eggs into this basket or you can put them between the baskets, right? You can put some energy into your heart, some attention to your heart, some into your gut, some into just where you're sitting. Like I like to do that. I like to put it in my, in my legs into where I'm sitting. So I just feel grounded. I just feel there. You can do this even in the moment, even in the moment where you're having an, uh, like an upset with, with the wife or with your partner or, or with your boss. Remember this, just all the way down into your legs, right? So we'll do it together. Breathe in. Feel it going through you, down, through your shoulders, through your chest, down your torso, down your waist, down your hips, down your legs, all the way to your feet. And coming back out. Down. You keep doing that during a conversation, man, you'll get real present, you'll get calm, you'll be there. A, a big fear that guys have. So that's the end of the experiential component of this. But, you know, there's no integrity do, talking about presence uh, if we're not actually being present. <laughs> so what I will tell you is like the biggest fear that guys have when it comes to getting out of their head is, is they think that it's going to cost them uh, awareness, basically. But I hope you saw from this exercise that it doesn't cost you awareness at all. Like, in fact, you become more aware of everything. A core realization I came to when I was having my first forays with getting out of my mind and, and being present was a little leap of faith to trust that, hey, what if... I'm able to cross most bridges when they come. Because if, if I just keep all my attention in my mind, it's I'm using my mind to solve all the problems. But when I was able to give my presence and my attention to the rest of my body, it was like I recruited extra faculties that I didn't know I had before. I recruited the whole strength of the whole of me. And I realized that there's actually a higher probability that I'd be able to solve problems and get through the challenges of life when I was present and anchored into my whole body as opposed to just being in my head, just being in my mind. Hope that's making sense. And what I came to realize was that I trust that I'm actually capable of crossing most bridges when they come. And there have been many times in my life where uh, like I found myself unprepared or, or I was thrown into, you know, into, into the water. Uh, I forgot the phrase, you know, you, you kind of, you start in the deep water. I'm, I'm so sorry, I forgot the phrase. Uh, and especially in the army, you know, they kind of just drop you in and you have to just figure it out. And what I have realized is a lot of the times I didn't need to be as prepared as I thought I needed to be. Uh, you know, you may have heard uh, Mike Tyson says, uh, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face, right? So preparation is good. I, I'm a, I, I used to be a project manager. I believe in preparation. Preparation is good. Uh, but you also need to be present in the moment. 
as well. And I think your presence in the moment is probably even more valuable because there could be unprecedented things that come up in the moment that you didn't plan for. And so that's why I want to give my full presence to the moment that's in front of me because that, for me, maximizes the chances of, of me uh, navigating that situation in a way that I'll be happy about. And with that, I, I came to the core realization within me, and it's the one that I offered to you, which is you are capable of crossing most bridges when they come. If, and you have a higher chance of doing that if you give it your full presence. I definitely believe in preparation. Prepare, man, prepare. That's cool, prepare. But when it's game time, be there. Don't be in your head, be there. Is that fair? So, now, some different techniques to, to uh, anchor this feeling, this uh, connection to presence, is what I like to call a connection to presence. As I said, there's macrowaves and there's microwaves. So, uh, <laughs> microwaves. <laughs> so, the microwave, microwaves are little in-the-moment things that you can do, and the macrowaves are, are bigger kind of life changes or, or daily changes that you can do. So let's start with the micro. So one of them was what you just saw then. I learned that technique from Eckhart Tolle and it's called inner body awareness. Uh, another place that I came across this was there's this 10 day meditation camp called Vipassana, which you can do if you're in Australia. Uh, it's, around, it's around the world to be honest and it's free, it's 10 days. And all they do is train, teach you how to meditate. And you can't speak for 10 days. I mean, you can speak to the instructors and stuff, but not to other participants. And it just allows you to go really deep and train in this stuff. And, I, and again, I remember this pivotal moment in my life where I could feel my mind just going, no, dude, don't let go of thinking, don't let go of thinking, don't let go of thinking. And I made a leap of faith to believing, you know what, I'm capable of crossing most bridges when they come, if I give it my full presence. So the higher the probability uh, I will have to succeed in that obstacle is the more presence I give it. And uh, in that moment, I let go of the need to always be thinking. And I just became present. And life unfolded so beautifully for me ever since then. It really did. Like, I, I definitely have had challenges. But... I am so grateful that I chose to make that decision to access more of my intelligence than just that's just what's in here. So Vipassana is one. Uh, inner body awareness is another one. So another one is just a pure uh, breathing meditation, which is what they do in Vipassana. It, initially, they teach you breathing meditation, but then they get you to do what we just did, which is body scan, uh, inner body awareness, like you just sense everything around everywhere and what's very important in this process especially in these finer processes is uh, i mean there's this incredibly beautiful quote by matt khan which encapsulates what's incredibly important and he goes and it's the name of his book and it says whatever arises love that <laughs> right it's by a, a, a incredible spiritual teacher called matt khan and what he means by that is everything that arises within you when you try to meditate, when you try to do inner body awareness, when you have the thought going, this is stupid, this doesn't work, I'm useless, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, like, or, 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 or uh, these people are better than me, um, or these people did me wrong, or uh, what, whatever thoughts, right? Uh, Matt Khan beautifully explains, 
anything that comes up, God didn't make a mistake. They're all there for a reason. Uh, and you don't have to just take one and identify it with identify with it and use it to dominate your life like you probably have met people who've identified it with this one thought which is they did me wrong you know the government is bad or they're a conspiracy or whatever and and they've dedicated their whole life to this one belief uh, and they've let this one belief control their whole life when you do presence works like such as meditation it teaches you to be aware that that is a voice and it has a place but there's other voices also and just to be aware i've heard uh from another friend who teaches uh, uh kind of more spirit more spiritual take on men's work the way he talks about it is he talks about different parts of you and he says oh i have a part of me that is angry i have a part of me that is sad and he gives a, and the way he teaches it he gives a voice to all of those parts and i think that's a really beautiful way to do it as well and he allows and this is when we're coming out of the more finer things of just observing your breath and observing what comes up because in meditation you're just observing and whatever comes up you just give awareness to that if you can you love it and if you can't love it you just see it like a, th a cloud going by and you don't have to react to it you just you just see it my friend the way he talks about it is he goes when the anger comes up you can even say you, you you can have a conversation and say hey mr anger what would you like to talk about what would you like to say how are you feeling hey mr sadness how are you feeling and uh he, he does that with basically every one of the parts that comes up and i think it's a very beautiful practice and uh it helps him get to know himself so that's another way. So, so far from the bottom, we've covered kind of just pure being aware, which I guess you would call meditation, just inner body awareness, to inner body awareness with some breathing, which is kind of what we just did then, to uh, meditation, which is where you're just observing your breath. And then when thoughts come up, you just observe that, to the the practice of giving a voice to those thoughts and allowing yourself to speak out what those thoughts are saying physically speak out with your mouth so you're kind of developing a relationship but you're not identifying with one in particular you're giving a voice uh, by giving a, a voice to all the different parts you're kind of giving the space and the awareness around them so it's a very beautiful technique now above that what i would you know as you go more to the macro layers I would say you've got other breathing techniques. So if we want to do one, another one together here, here's one really easy one that you can do before another meeting. It's just called six deep breaths. Not one, but six. There was a study uh, done in Japan which showed that it, was, it took a minimum of six deep breaths to change the biochemistry in the body, not one. So let's do it. And by the way, I encourage you, as you breathe in and breathe out, to use that technique I gave you of first visualizing the air coming in down to your belly and coming out, to transition from visualizing Just feeling it, just feel it. 
And as you move up the scale, and hopefully you enjoyed that, <laughs> and you can feel it, right? Because when you start to pay attention to your body, you know, one time I did this with a client of mine, and suddenly all these yawns came out of him. And the reason all those yawns were coming out of him was actually he was so kind of in his head and running at a million miles an hour, he didn't realize how tired he was. And when he took a moment to slow down, to stop, to take a moment to connect with his body, his body gave him the feedback of, hey, I'm tired, I'm tired, like, let me, let me sleep, I need to yawn. And he was yawning and yawning and yawning. Uh, and, and this is, I, I feel, this is good, very good for your health, though I'm not a medical professional. I would say it's very, I would imagine it's very good for your health when you connect to your body and you can connect to what's going on in there. So, above that, you've got uh, things like holotropic breathing, you've got Wim Hof breathing, you've got different styles of breath work. That's kind of, they're kind of uh, bigger ways that you can uh, kind of get into this place of presence. But I would say now you're transitioning into the more macro ways. And what I call the more macro ways is grounding. So you have at the, at the finest level, you kind of have this beautiful presence work, which you can do, you know, in the morning. I like to do it in the sauna. I like to have a place that I go every day to do this stuff, to just rem to, to help me anchor in, because otherwise you just forget. So we'll talk about routines and things uh, towards the end of the video. But, uh, but then as you move up from these finer techniques, you have more grounding things. And a more passive way to do grounding is you have like Wim Hof breathing or you have holotropic breathing, things like this you can Google. And they're beautiful breathing techniques to help you slow down to get into your body. What I do uh, in the layer above that is you have a primal screaming. So you may have heard of that. That's basically, I, I used to run a guided meditation class uh, in Sydney at the beach called Raw. And basically, it would be me and all the boys, and I would be running this class. It got really big. We had uh, we had you know classes where you kind of regularly get about thirty or forty men, and then thirty or forty women, and we'd be on the class, and we'd be doing different techniques to jump, to shake our body, to do catharsis, to let everything out, and to yell, to roar at the top of your voice. And when you do this stuff, it just lets everything out. It purges. It purges. It purges. <sighs> And then you just feel this peace, this presence. So as I said, these are more gross level things, more, ground, more, more broader level things. And uh, they're less practical to do day to day in the office. <laughs> but they're different things that you can do kind of more on a daily basis. Uh, the one that I like to do is the gym. And I would say that's one that you're probably already doing. But you probably didn't know that you could use it as a way to get grounded. And the way you use it as a way to, to get grounded is when you're in the gym, let go of your thinking mind. Let go of the thoughts and just focus on what you're doing there and enjoy it. And can, you know when you're, you're lifting the weight and, and they say feel the muscle moving, you know, do that. And it's a way to naturally anchor into your body. It's beautiful. When you're, uh, when you're going for a run or whatever, you can feel the air pumping in and out of your body and listen to the music and get, kind of get carried away out of your mind and just connect with your body and the presence of everything that's going on. That's a way, uh, it's a beautiful way that you can do every day to anchor into this, and anchor is an important word, anchor into this beautiful place of presence. I really encourage you to have 
a protocol or a few, and that's why I'm making this video for you to do every day to help you anchor into it. Tony Robbins has this beautiful concept called the emotional home. And basically the way he explains it is that there are some people who have an emotional home of anger and you know them because whatever happens, the way they choose to respond to it is they get angry about it. Some people have an emotional home of sadness. Something, something happens and they have a habit. It's a habit. It's a pattern of cool. The way I'm going to respond to this is I'm going to be, feel sad about it. Some have an emotional home of, of worry and anxiety. I bet you, you even know who these people are in your life, right? Like anything that happens, they, they find a way to talk about the risks and the issues and they feel worried about it. Uh, and then you have others who have an emotional home of, oh, it, well, it's, it's my fault. And they doubt and they, they, they kind of, they're hard on themselves. Uh, so we all have different emotional homes and it's really about what you want to train into becoming yours because the emotional home you may currently have maybe one of worry maybe one of anxiety one of getting stuck in your head well it's mostly there because you trained it to be there you kept doing it and now it's it's like the emotional home and now what we can do is train a new emotional home and the way we do it is by using these protocols by going for a run every morning and when you do it just anchoring into your body going at lifting weights in the evening and when you do it anchor into your body feel feel your body feel your arms feel when you lift feel the muscles contract and relax and feel them when you're stretching anchor into your body so uh, and, and i'll talk a, a bit more about um you know a, a sample routine a bit later but the gym is an incredible one beyond that what you may intuitively find is that when you are in some kind of expansive landscape where you feel a lot of space space out there like overlooking the ocean being in a park being in an expansive place where you can see a huge view the space out there makes you feel space in here So how this could all look in practice, like I myself, I really enjoy going to the ocean every, every weekend, sometimes a bit more than that. And what I like about the ocean is number one, it's so expansive, there's so much open space. Another thing I really love about the ocean is I jump into the cold water. That's another way to ground, it forces you to get out of your head, you can't help it. You jump in and you're like, Aah! and you get too shocked and your brain just pauses. And you, you jump into the ocean and you feel your body all getting cold, but it anchors you in. If you can't do that, like I like the sauna, or you can use a, a pool, or you can use a cold shower, and the gym, using things like that to help anchor, anchor you into your body. And for me, why I brought up the sauna is because that's where I also do the meditation, where I also slow down and breathe and bring my attention back to my body. And in those tough times in relationships, at work, where you find yourself getting into your head, practice ground, like feeling your feet on the ground and with your breath, bringing your energy all the way down till you can feel your feet and all the way back up through your feet, through your body, and to the person 
and back down through your feet and all the way back up and here's the thing the more you practice this the more you anchor this into becoming your emotional home uh, Eckhart Tolle calls this mini meditations when you're washing your hands when you're walking up the stairs just be present to that when you're standing in the line waiting for coffee just practice this and this combo I have found of macro things and micro things added with the mindset piece underneath it which is understanding that you actually have a higher chance of crossing most bridges when they come if you give them your full presence helped me out of this place of being in my head and anchoring into my body as my primary state of being so I really hope you found this video resourceful thanks for joining me see you in the next one